0: All right, let's go. Welcome to Tuesday Night Special, or whatever the hell we're going to call this show. My first guest, or my guest tonight, is our buddy Shane from Ireland, who is actually not just sort of a hazy... A hazy, hazy hologram here. He's actually can be seen in sharp, uh, sharp detail, but with a different camera. But this okay. We're just going to press bleeding forward. Bleeding hologram. Through. Yes. Yes. Now you are actually sort of like a fuzzy hologram. Uh, yes. But yeah, bleeding holograms. I don't know what you, is that what you go by on uh, we Telegram? Go by, or?
1: we go by Shane for the the sake of the conversation. Yeah. Let's yeah. I'm not going to call you simple.
0: bleeding holograms every time yeah, throughout the conversation. Fucking awkward, but he's our, he's our buddy in Ireland, and a lot's been actually going on in Ireland uh, the last couple of weeks and really the last year. So I guess we should start, um, you know, if you could fill us in on, on this, the stuff that happened. Some of our listeners probably know some of it, The the stuff with the stabbing of the young girls. And the migrant and the media cover-up and then some of the rioting and then the laws they're trying to pass. So just start from the very beginning on that and assume, assume people know nothing. It's been a couple of weeks, but yeah. Well, I, I suppose in general it's
1: been uh, – well, it's been about a year because I, I spoke to you about a year ago. But um, yes. since then, uh, well, obviously things have escalated here in the country. Uh, right. We had the uh, stabbing there. Couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, which was, I mean, we've, as nationalists here in mm. Ireland, we were warning about this kind of thing for a long time. Right. So when this came along, I mean, uh, I, I know this, uh, I, it might sound weird, but I mean, as uh, uh, taken aback as we all were by it, there was an element of not being surprised by it because we saw the incident in uh, Annecy in France uh, a few months ago with mm. uh, the Syrian migrant who stabbed up that playground right and uh, i mean there, there was a lot of uh, anger all across europe with that and yeah yeah nationalists here in ireland had have been warning about this for
0: quite some time so uh, and let me it, just uh, say it, as an american yeah, who's been living with these things, and it's not necessarily just the migrant community; it's the black community here. And what they, what the kind of crimes that they're regularly perpetrating against whites—the idea of not being surprised by an event like this—is not in any way shocking to Americans. It, it doesn't. It so if you're, if you're, you know, that might be something new to you guys, but to us, no, it's old hat. That kind of a thing happening, frankly. So yeah, I mean, I shouldn't even.
1: I shouldn't even be grinning about this. It's, it's just one of those, uh, yeah. Now, of course, it's, um, it's something that I'm not happy to be correct about. Right. Uh, you know, right. when I speak to people, uh, my peers, shall I say, in right. uh, the community that I live in.
0: Well, there's this odd thing that happens when you predict things. That people, that when you predict things, because you see how things are going, you see how the situation is, you see how the politics are shaping up. And you also know, as racial realists, we understand how race operates, and we know that these things will happen. It It is a guarantee. Uh, in America, though, you know, I you know you're trying to clear up the... I don't know what's going on with your camera. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Sorry. Don't it's okay. Me. Yeah, it's okay. It's not really his fault. And as he said, everyone knows that he's a, a devilishly handsome anyway. But yes, um, as uh, Americans, again, it's just, you know, this has been going on with the blacks in America as long as hundreds of years, really. But it's gotten much worse since 2020. But even that is just so. But you often get this thing where people that – uh they, they they accuse you of being uh, of, of like being somehow responsible for it or wanting to. This is the one thing. Oh, you just want to. You just want to use this. You just wanna, you oh, want to. You want to capitalize on this, right? And I'm like, exactly. well, here's my thing. It's like we say these things will happen if you do this. If you open the borders, if you let these people in, if you bring them among us, these things will happen. It's predictable, like uh, it's it's as predictable as the sun rising. So you can accuse me of capitalizing on it because I was against it before this thing happened, and afterwards, I'm also against it. And yes, I'm going to inform people that I was right. I'm going to inform people that we predicted this. And you can I've, pretend I've, like that's cheating. You know, they can pretend like we're cheating or something, but how? By being right.
1: Yeah, I've had many people, and like I live in a small community, right? So it's it's a village, everybody knows each other. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I'm sure there are a few people who know, oh, yeah, he's the mad, uh, you know, nationalistic guy who's talking about race the whole time. Right, right. But the thing is, uh, in terms of standing in my own community, uh, and this is what I say to people all the time. Um, I, I, I mean, I do a a stream every month, but uh, a point that I drive home all the time is don't be a fucking weirdo. Don't be that guy who's just like this fucking, um, you know, kind of unhinged, uh, weirdo who, who, (laughs) who's trying to say that the, Yeah. You know, who's trying to say that the sky is falling and all this kind of shit. Just if you have something to say, which you do, I mean, as a nationalist, Mm -hmm. uh, you dear listener or watcher or whatever, you have something valuable to say to your community. So, like, don't be that guy who's just... Coming in straight with the Holocaust didn't happen and fucking yadda yada Oh well,
0: that's it for me. So, yeah. to, sorry,
1: not to use Yiddish. Not to use Yiddish. Sorry, yadda yadda yada That is Yiddish, isn't it? It's. I don't know. Oh, I feel just, dirty. just a dirty. It's something
0: that people in New York say because a lot of growing up around New York, like there's a lot of these things. I don't really say yadda yada yada though. I'll say like yadda, and, yadda, yadda. And, and whatnot. That's another. Yadda Yeah, yeah, is more of a kind of. Uh, um, what's
1: that, that, that? The place in New York where they all live. Um. <laughs> New
0: York. I don't know. Israel. Like. No, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, well. Uh, the, the place
1: where all the Jews live in New York? What's it called again? New York City.
0: <laughs> so, okay. Just, There's just a lot just of different. What Brighton Beach? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like. Uh, queens brooklyn manhattan there's, there's just so, so many so it is actually just new york so it's, it's not just they're like, everywhere um, in new york city yeah and they're also out, all man. over new york state too yeah but oh you're talking okay, about like so. curious joel or like uh like the the particular place where they have the orthodox only settlements like the, these racially exclusive orthodox only settlements and they they've literally created towns and kicked everyone else out basically there are places in New York where effectively they've treated the other residents like Palestinians where they've built a settlement among them and just like chased all the rest of them off
1: so you got more sham <laughs> rim than uh, yes. NYPD? Yeah, yeah
0: Jesus yeah. Christ! It's the I'm grim. telling you, they're, everywhere they are, everywhere they ultimately set up shop, this kind of thing happens. Like if you think it was, it was
1: Manhattan, by the way. Sorry, <laughs> just have to remember Manhattan. That's the place where all of the well, that's, just, uh, kind that's of just elite Jews live, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, Manhattan is the main, biggest island in New York City. It's like that's where all the huge skyscrapers are, mm-hmm. and the world trade center well the world trade center used to be and the freedom tower and all that all the empire State Building. that's Manhattan's the biggest part of new york city biggest freedom island Park. the biggest borough if you will but yeah the, they live in all of the boroughs but um but yeah they're in manhattan yeah they're all they're everywhere they've already burrowed into uh, yeah yes. yes yes oh yes but yeah i see what you mean like the whole like not being a weirdo thing it's like well look the holocaust didn't happen and there's an appropriate time to say that, but when you're trying to reach a, a local community at the kind of things that they can understand and appreciate, you know this these kinds of I mean like it or not people can people can call it cynical call me what you want these kind of events give you an opportunity to talk to people in your community and tell them what your views are and tell them that you've been right and you know and they 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 you'd be surprised. Many of them intuitively will get it. They're just afraid to say anything. Yeah,
1: I mean, a lot of the older people. Yeah, um, the there, boomers there will few, be with you for sure on that stuff probably. I, yeah, it's kind of 50-50, I have to say, because there are a lot of boomers that uh, live in one of the retirement uh, like estates, shall we say, you know, where I live, who, um, I mean, are quite – Receptive to what you have to say about Jewish power, but as soon as you start mentioning things about uh, World War II and what may or may not have happened uh, there's yeah, there's there 's obviously a bit of pushback
0: but what about uh, just the migrant on the migrant issue like just to just to talk about the issue of migrants and and the the racial makeup or the the ethnic makeup of Ireland, like just be like you know this is our country and what 's going on yeah you know? I mean well, what kind of- they are they' they're
1: all generally consumers of mass media, so RTE is obviously informing them of uh, well, well <laughs> their version of what 's going on mm-hmm. um, however um, you know when when I kind of say to them that you know it, it's it's one sided and this is what they're saying um, uh, and I, i've shown several of them uh, videos of uh, for example the cops the garda shia beating the shit out of like old homeless white irish who are sitting in who are lying down in doorways uh you know mm-hmm. just trying to stay out of the way so during the night of the riots there's actual footage of um, the garda shia beating the shit out of this this old guy he must be like 65 i would mm-hmm. say about 65 maybe 70 at a push getting his shit pushed in, in, in like a, a doorway and just being moved on. Uh, so one of my friends, Gerald Murphy, a really good citizen, uh, journal journalist here in Ireland, uh, went down and he got plenty of footage, um, from the entire, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, from the entire thing there a couple of weeks ago. And, um, um, I'm fairly sure it was his his footage of uh, this, this guy uh, getting beaten up by the cops. And all he was doing was lying there in the doorway, and they just beat him up hmm. because he just happened to be there uh, in the middle of this. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what their motivation was. They probably just uh, saw him as somebody to t- maybe take their frustration out on or right. whatever. But it was disgusting.
0: Yeah someone <laughs> weak that they you know they they don't get to yeah. uh you know they don't get to enforce the law on real criminals and so this happens but l- i want to go back to that night of of the riots and the stabbing so so just walk us through like what happened like there was uh, i mean because just like i said assume people don't know anything it started with the stabbing of the little girls uh and uh, uh who, who what it just us what happened
1: so look to my to my knowledge <laughs> this is just just me, little old me. Sure, um I wasn't there, so uh basically, what happened was um it was uh, you know kind of uh, late afternoon. There was uh, a. But uh, don't, don't uh, break
0: any of your new misinformation laws either, or whatever the hell it might be. So let's talk. We'll talk about that afterwards. So obviously, within the bounds <laughs> of the law, <laughs> Look, you know, tell tell us I what I what I know here. Yeah, don't yeah, worry
1: about yeah. it. Better. Like, yeah, you know, but uh, uh Look, it was uh, mid to late afternoon. This individual, uh, who was Algerian, uh, from from what we understand, mm-hmm. uh, targeted a uh, a Gael school, which is like an Irish speaking uh, primary school. Waited outside for uh, these kids to come outside, and, uh, and proceeded to stab. Uh, three children and uh, one of their uh, assistant, the, the teacher's assistants. Um, one of the kids, uh, to my knowledge, is still um, in critical condition. So that's where we're at at the moment. So after that, of course, we have locals um, who were obviously quite pissed off about this. Yeah. And understandably so. Yeah. Yeah. reacting to this. Yeah. And I mean I've had to, I've had to have this conversation with so many fucking people um, that like oh yeah you know you know I I don't condone uh, burning down x and y but x X, x. it's it's it's, it's well, been so
0: fucking I'll <laughs> say this and I don't want you to do it say anything you can't say but I'm an American and I can say what the hell I want and frankly I'm at at the point where if they uh, come and get me, that's just what they're going to do. So I'll say this I had no problem with what those young lads did. Look, neither did <laughs> I. Like,
1: <laughs> on the vast scale of things. I mean, yeah. footlocker.
0: Look, I, I had no I mean, problem. It's, it's I, I would even go further. That I don't really care about. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Look, yeah. No. Oh, no, no. Look, look, look. We had in this country people burned down. The center of every city, loot tons of stores, and just cause general chaos. And, and like dozens of people were killed in these riots in 2020. BLM because burn, loot, of and murder, right? Because of <laughs> theoretically the spark that triggered this. Now I think this was a much wider operation, but the spark that triggered it was, frankly, a drug abusing criminal dying because of his own stupidity. He was not murdered he died because of his own stupidity and uh this set off this so when I see something much smaller scale but actually justified I'm like yeah no good good for them good for them i'm I'm glad to see it I'm happy to see it and and I can say that you don't have you don't have to concur or not depending on what the local uh <laughs> what the guard I were are going to do to you or not but that's my view on it so Look, yeah I- Look, i am not actually
1: condoning or uh you know No condonement. Shutting down anything. I'm I'm just yeah, I, I'm reporting commenting on what happened. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying
0: exactly. that I understand right. Right. why it happened. Right, exactly. I understand why it happened. No, I was I was like I was like good Absolutely. for them because frankly I I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, these people that the, you know, the, these these governments have to have to worry about us a little bit at this point. You know, stop taking it for granted that whites are just going to sit down and take it. Stop taking that for Look, granted. Um, Devin Stack of
1: mm-hmm. all people actually made a very good point. It, mm-hmm. it was um, a very good point regarding the uh, the Irish s- situation at the moment, and it was that that the ruling class um, call them what you will. Will never, you can never trust them unless they're afraid of you. And I right. think that is a, a very good and a very true thing to say. That's yes. all I'm going to say on that. Right. But it, it is true. You yes. have to make the ruling class afraid of you. Right. Right. In a political way. Yeah, no, of course, yeah, yeah well, politically, you know, politically yeah, <laughs> politically speaking. I'm not, yeah, and not I'm saying by Right, uh, yeah, no, because, of, uh, violent means, no, yeah, it
0: is what it is. Right, I mean, and they, they tell us in their media that they are, and I'm like, well, let's, well, I'm going to take you at your word, and I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing that you tell, tell me is making you afraid. But so after these girls were stabbed and the word got out amongst the community, what happened was, how many would you say? I don't know. We were told it was a few hundred. Uh, young men went out and and And, and we were told that they – now I was getting this. The media here didn't cover it too much. They covered it for a, a little bit, like a night maybe. But I was also looking at it on Telegram, looking at some of the Intel channels on Telegram that had video of it. And it seemed like they had burned down a couple of stores. They burned. They, now what we heard is they burned down a bus. They burned down a, the actual migrant center. Um, is that is that accurate? There, was,
1: there was a Lewis as well, which is one of the local trams.
0: Okay. So, that's like a bus, I, I mean, guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, right, the Irish government gives, what, 5.9 billion euro. That's ridiculous. A year to the NGO complex.
0: Yes. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> is... All of
1: these things can be more than paid for with a fraction of that money. Right. That's all I'm going to say about
0: right. that. Right. Well, why? I mean, know? again, this is, this is them taxing you. And that's for Ireland. That's a that's a substantial sum. Remember, I, in America, we 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 hear five billion euro or dollar, and we're like, oh yeah, the government just pisses that in a, in a minute. Well, this is a massive country. Ireland's a how tiny much country. What do you give to Israel a year? <laughs> well, more than that, <laughs> three billion or something. Well, more than that, but it's also like you know we could, the funding to Israel, the the direct aid doesn't even scratch the surface. Right now, they're talking about sending them fourteen billion. But I mean, what I want to know is how many? How much do we send? Already, right. and that hasn't even passed Congress. And I want to know, like, how, or maybe it has. I, I've been, I've been traveling the last several days, but anyway, fourteen billion if for this latest package for this latest war. But then, uh, you know, we give them three something billion direct aid every year. But then the military aid, like, I don't know how much, how, how, what value of the bombs uh, that we've already sent. We've sent two aircraft carriers there now, three because I think there's two in the Mediterranean, one in the Gulf. Uh, how, I don't know, how What are the operating costs of these things? How many jets are on them? Like these can take. They're, they're, there's a aircraft carrier. There's several uh, battleships that go along with it. There's all the aircraft that are on it. There's hundreds of aircraft that can be supported by these these carrier groups. And how much? How many? How many personnel? What are their salaries? You know, how much does equipment cost? So it's billions. And then on top of it we have okay, we subsidize Egypt, we subsidize Jordan, we subsidize um. Turkey, we subs- – like all these countries in the region that otherwise would be at war with Israel, we subsidize them and pay off their corrupt governments to suppress their own people. And so it, it, it ultimately becomes to the tune of hundreds of billions, not only that, but arguably our entire military industrial complex, which is some 400 billion a year, if not more than that at this point, possibly half a trillion dollars at this point, is entirely to protect this one state. And And frankly – so is the migrant problem in Europe. This is something we've talked about for a long time. Is that why are there Syrians in Europe? There are Syrians in Europe because the Israelis, the Jews, they don't need want leg them. Room. They yeah. want leg room. Yeah, they don't the want fuckers. them in Syria. <laughs> and and you know uh, I was doing some research about this in 2021. Um, last time Gaza and Israel went at it, which was tiny compared to what's going on now. Uh, You know, there was a law passed in the European Union in 2017 that said that if uh, a Syrian migrant is subject to draft into Bashar Assad's army, should he be returned to Syria, he is like permanently given asylum someplace within the European Union. So the whole point of it is to prevent Bashar Assad from having an army. Because that would threaten Israel. That is why those people are in Europe, and that's something I that now that's something I think can be told and should be told to Europeans. Because I know a significant portion of the European population across all the countries is not happy with the migrants. Look, even
1: even anybody who is like uh, tacitly anti-war mm-hmm. would be interested in that fact. Yes. You know, so yes, and we we've also documented people who you who you wouldn't even expect that you could actually reach with well, that. We, we've co- documented with that information.
0: We've documented. I've documented. I wrote a long research article on this a couple of years ago. How the Israel Israelis fund these relocation programs. Ah, uh, the island of Lesbos in Greece is is the the migrant intake centers there, which is a place where they go. When they're crossing the Mediterranean, they, they get taken in. One of the places they get taken in is on Lesbos. Southern Italy is another place. These are places where the Israeli government is funding groups, like, there's a number of them. The main one is called Israel Aid, and it's, yeah, it's staffed no, by Jews. Heard of that one. Yeah. And that, Absolutely. And they're bringing these people in. And so I would say, like, yeah, if you, want to, if you actually want to broach the topic— of jewish power over europe and over america i mean everywhere I, I think that frankly it's not controversial that jews run america anymore although i don't know how legal it is to say that kind of thing in europe frankly but i say it all the time <laughs> yeah 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 i mean you're not talking about i mean well my thing is, is like fact. It, I, mean, I, I would even it's say how is speech. that it's how is true. that how am i disparaging <laughs> jews i'm just yeah. saying they run america it's exactly. not like a bad. We're not, we're thing not making a value judgment. Right? Here, what, if, uh, what if I said white people? Garda, if Shikana, I said right white people run watching. America, right? Like if I said white people run America, I mean people would laugh at me. But like let's say I said it. Is that hate speech against <laughs> white Fellow people? White people run America, <laughs> right? Right. And and frankly, everywhere around the world, they know it, and it wouldn't be illegal to say. If you know, why would you make it illegal to say unless it was true? And making things illegal to say sounds like. What are you hiding? It's such an obvious
1: red flag, isn't it?
0: Yes. Like- <laughs> but then again, it, uh, well, the, the excuse they give is like, well, centuries of persecution, these kinds of things lead to things like Jews getting exterminated when you say these kinds of things. So we're just protecting Jews from this kind of slander, whatever. It's, it's, it's nonsense. But the point is the facts on this stuff are are irrefutable and, and findoutable. Like you can discover these things. You can search and you can look so if you you know if you if that's something you know obviously ultimately from our perspective, people need to ultimately be aware of these issues and and to be in opposition to these issues, so you can tell these people that you know the migrant issue it's like, look, we knew these kinds of things would happen with these this stabbing of these young children, and we knew that um these people were sent here. The reason these people are being sent here is part of a larger agenda. It's 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 to it's a, it's an anti-white agenda. The NGOs themselves will basically tell you that, but it's also part of a of a larger Jewish program for conquering the Middle East. Yeah, that's a might, proxy invasion force. Yes, and it serves two purposes. One, well, one, they get their revenge on Europe because they think Europe, you know, has wronged them historically. Two, they they breed out the white race, which is their their main competitor for global power, and three, they clear out these Arabs from the Middle East. It's a, it's a win 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 situation for them. It's a brilliant you have, strategy. Also,
1: have just like a massive trading block of of people who like aren't, aren't going to unionize with each other because yes,
0: yeah. The, the advantages yeah, keep coming they're, for they're capitalists. Racially disparate, yes, for capitalists. I don't know if you you heard about this. So in in America, uh, Amazon, um. Which I believe was a uh, parent company of Whole Foods, which is one of these bougie markets here. You know where all all I know, like I've, the I've they, I've, they I've been to a,
1: a couple of Whole Foods when I uh, visited the uh, states a few years it's back. A nice Would store. But yeah,
0: no, I'm I'm aware of the place. You it's a nice, a nice store. Don't get me uh, wrong. There, but to be like, fair. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good store. I mean, the food is good, right? But it's like, dude. Oh yeah. Oh man, food in America now, is so freaking expensive. It's like. You know, we're talking about inflation at somewhere between like four and eight percent, or something like that. But food inflate; the price of food has gone up like thirty percent in the last couple of years in America. Like everybody's hurting for that. You think we'd get a Jesus. little bit less fat, but you know, it's still since the cheapest. I well, mean,
1: food. Good food is more expensive. It's, right. You know,
0: your your goyslop, your right. your zog. Even chow goyslop is, slop is getting expensive, my friend. <laughs> Even goy is getting expensive, but yeah, no, food is is ridiculously expensive in America now. But um, where was I? What the hell was I talking about? I don't even remember. Uh, anyway,
1: a, a cafe. sorry,
0: yeah, that's okay. But yeah, so my, the point being that um, the um, the the I think people can be talked to about these things, and I, I don't know. I don't know what the the playing field is like necessarily in Europe, but I imagine you know sometimes there's like envy because it's like. Here in America, it's like yeah, we got we have free speech, so technically we can't be put in jail for anything we say. However, there there are definite limits to that, um, and it, it it usually revolves around borderline threatening language, and also like the kinds of items you may have in your home at the same time, and also sort of behavior uh, when you're out on the street protesting. Like that's a that's a that's a place where you can get. Ambushed or, or get baited into something where they can say, "Oh, you're not just protesting now. You're rioting now. You're attacking people." Yeah, but uh, in mean, terms it's, of
1: it's pretty fucked here in in uh, Europe, and right? Especially in the UK, actually, because I saw that guy. Um, what was the name? Uh, the Reverend uh, something or uh, oh god, what's his name? He's just after getting five years. It was something Costello, Reverend something Costello.
0: Yes, yeah, the guy that was associated with with Patriotic Alternative, correct? Exactly, yeah. He's just after getting
1: five years uh, for possession of uh, hateful material or whatever it was.
0: Um, And
1: it was something to do with his church, Yes, because uh,
0: <laughs> I believe he churches, was an adherent uh, of a sort of offbeat religion, and and this this religion had some uh, racial character. Racial yeah, teachings. they've
1: got gamer words in their uh, yes, in their doctrine or whatever. Right. and uh, yeah, he's a, he's after getting five years for possession of that.
0: Well, but, but so
1: this is where we're.
0: But, we're, but we're, as we're Mark was here. saying, as Mark Collette was saying <laughs> about this, um, this is happening to him. But he can give examples of the same judge. That sentence him, like letting pedophiles off easy, like on probation or just I mean, suspended sentences thread, yeah. and stuff, you know, so there you go. Common thread here, there's
1: a, a Judge Nolan here as well who uh, is known for letting people who've got like uh, CSAM on their yes. uh, <laughs> devices yes. for, you know, I mean, thousands of images. Just giving right. them a slap on the wrist and saying, "Oh yeah, you've got like whatever months probation," and then uh, raiding the houses of uh, nationalists or right. people who they can, uh,
0: and who they perceive
1: as far right agitators—it's
0: it's disgusting. This can't possibly actually be the will of the people, because no, I know, not. of course, it is that what people would want is for those those people to have the CSAM that even they want those people drawn and quartered. I mean, the healthy, normal people, that's what they want. They want to see yep. those people hung. With not <laughs> legit. Like, I, look, again, that, get me get mad if you get will. Get in the pit. <laughs> but like, this, is, this is what people want to see when they find out that somebody's got that kind of stuff on their machine. They don't want to see clemency. They don't want to see them uh integrated back into the community. They don't want to I hear I don't want a- to see you in my community right. whatsoever. No, they don't want and nobody wants those people. <laughs> those are
1: your proclivities. Get in the pit.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what it is. And so and, and that that's the normal healthy response. So yeah. that and and again, it's like why, why does this why are why is the elite class so afraid of this why why do they fear this why do they fear these kind of sentiments and it all goes back to protecting jews it all goes back to protecting jews and the idea of like lynch mobs and people who are uh outraged peasants you know pitchforks and torches going to storm the castle of the of the of you know the the lord or whatever the you know, and it's it's just the well, same. Speaking of image. that, actually,
1: do, do you know that Leo Varadkar's house is now under uh, oh, okay. twenty-four hour Garda patrol at the moment now because hmm. of all of this that's going on. That's an yes. interesting thing. Also, not only Leo Varadkar's house, but all mosques and synagogues, ladies and gentlemen, synagogues are now under Garda uh, watch. So, armed Garda watch, by the way. Hmm,
0: interesting. And it's do interesting. they normally? Just Walk saying. around armed? No, they don't. Okay, <laughs> the Garda
1: in this in this country are well. I mean, largely considered a joke by. <laughs> well, I would imagine any hardened criminal here in Ireland. Not, I mean, I'm I'm a law-abiding citizen myself. I'm a very respectable kind of guy. But uh, like, w- when you consider that uh, the Garda in this country are. They're, they're not exactly the threatening force to uh, <laughs> the hardened criminal. Yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 They're a threatening force, mind you. Look, look, uh, I say that, but like you know, uh, look, do you know what? I'm probably going to get a fucking knock on the door tomorrow after this. I so don't give a shit. Look, hello, <laughs> hello, Drew Harris. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, do uh, uh, <laughs> so don't. Yeah, we don't need that. But yes, I'm.
1: Look, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not doing anything wrong here. I'm just having a conversation with a very respectable gentleman here from the U.S. of A. So, uh,
0: so uh, <laughs> now tell tell us who Leo Vardar is or Vardekar, as we were saying, like you know, the Emperor <laughs> Vardekar. <laughs> yeah, Vardekar. So he's the was he the the teach? The, the, I don't want to try and pronounce Gaelic. The, the he's the t shock
1: the teacher. It, yes. Yeah. So, like T shock. So the best way to pronounce that would be like T E E S H O C K. So T shock.
0: Right. it's it's spelled like Toysich, but like the, you know, according to the English, <laughs> it is spelled
1: Toysich, But yeah. for all of you uh,
0: burgers out there, it's T shock. <laughs> well, well, hey, look, not just burgers. Like English would also say it that way. But, but anyway, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. for
1: all of you non-Irish,
0: yeah, uh, like, T shock. Yeah, yeah, okay, for all of you. Yeah. So that's like your PM, right? Effectively, yeah, the same, yeah, basically. He's, yeah, as yeah, yeah the PM, He's yeah. essentially
1: the the prime minister.
0: So, okay. so he's the top executive in the country. Yes, like the president then would be in America. Yeah. Well, I know it's a yeah, different parliamentary system. We have a president system.
1: who's like uh, kind yes. of a token. Uh, yeah, he's basically Yoda. Parliament or systems
0: are are weird, <laughs> like because in America it is different than what a parliament system is. But it's like you know you get, but again. Basically, the guy who who runs the show or the top the top guy is the PM in countries that have parliaments, and that's the toy yeah. the tisak. in Ireland. That's his. I guess that's a Gaelic word. I take it uh, something like that. <laughs> but but this guy <laughs> is now. This is going to be irritating to people. This guy is half Indian and gay, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, he he is indeed a Coco Shunter. Um. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's two reasons that you would leave his house with a sore ass. <laughs> if, uh, <I> <laughs> yeah, there's two reasons he's leaving everybody with a sore ass. Yeah, cuisine and proclivities. So I'll say nothing more than that.
0: Yes. <laughs> right. So, and how long has he been? Because I feel like I feel like I got into an argument with an Irish guy in New York City years ago about this, where I was kind of making fun of this, and he got a little bit mad about it. And I was like, hey, buddy, listen. Sorry, like you really don't have a leg to stand on. (laughs) It was back. I'll tell you the story. All right, I'll just tell you the story. It was back when Trump had first won, and my friends and I were out for a rowdy night of drinking in Manhattan, that part of New York where these, uh, you know, the Jews are. As you do, (laughs) as you do. We were we were out. We were having a rowdy night. We went into this Irish bar. And there's, like, a couple Irish guys in there. And uh, we were drinking a lot with them, doing shots and getting real rowdy. And um, I did a toast to Donald Trump. And one of these guys, he got mad. And I now I now would no longer toast to Donald Trump. but This was six years ago. But he got mad because he didn't like Donald Trump. And so he said, I'll not toast to that. And he threw his shot. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then I started yelling how, like... <laughs> Your president is a gay Indian. And <laughs> this is the best shot you've ever had. It's fantastic. Look at this shot.
1: This is a oh, yeah. top it's quality. Great.
0: It's a beautiful shot. It's some of the best whiskey. It's a beautiful shot. I've had many Wonderful. shots like this. It's it's a strong, powerful shot. It's like <laughs> But no, he was mad. I guess like look, again, part of the reason I think some of the Irish in New York City did not want to toast that Donald Trump was... Well, uh, uh, to put it lightly, some of them are here not on legal status, and so they were afraid, particularly when you get Irish that are working in the restaurant trade in New York City. Many of them, they don't have a legal status. Now, I am perfectly racial in my view on immigration. So I'm like I don't really care about white illegal immigrants. I don't care about Irish illegal immigrants. I actually care about Be- uh, beaners, Mexicans and other and other Africans and these things. So Aye. I'm not mad at the Irish illegal immigrants, but I could see why they might not like Donald Trump. But it's sort of like, you know, we don't have a racial immigration policy in America. And also it was just 2017 and we were just partying. But I remember the, the guy, they didn't really have, they didn't, they didn't really jump out to support Vardikar, but how long, he's been around for a while. He been? has, he's been like, he's been lurking around for quite a bit. He's been um, down um, in there. He's kind of been rooting around in the crevices and cracks <laughs> there, getting deep into it. Uh, in the, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> man, years in been...
1: <laughs> uh, look, look. Uh, that could be, could have been anybody coming out of the bathhouse.
0: Uh, that could yeah. been anybody's arse.
1: Uh, uh No, but look, he's um, th- the interesting thing about Veradkar is, like, some years ago, his initial uh, hook, as it were, right mm-hmm. politically, was like, oh yeah, we'll we get rid of all the illegal immigrants, and we'll uh, cut down on. Uh, dull sponges and all of this kind of stuff. Like he was very, you know, right wing. It's, uh, you know, it was, it was ridiculous, really. But, um, that was his kind of initial, uh, I suppose, uh, foray into politics was that he was the hard line. Uh, right wing guide, and uh, I know he's. That's um
0: amazing to me that they do this because <laughs> Richie Sunak in 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 Great Britain is also like I don't know if they call him hard line. I mean he's not. He's 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 a pussy, but like he's a conservative. He's a Tory. Now look, I don't. I think everybody here is united in their absolute and utter disdain for the Tory party. Across, oh, yeah. You know, like we always hated them, always will. But it's still, it's like... Total Tory death. I mean, politically speaking, Yeah, of politically speaking. He we want them to be know. voted out of all offices. We want them to always lose elections. Right, that's what T-T-D. it is. T.T.D. We want them to completely disappear from the face of the government. <laughs> but yeah no but yeah but it's like it's it's, it's like and we've, we've been talking about this on our channel for a long time like you know england uh and i know mm-hmm. england ireland you've got your history but it's interesting and, and in fact warren went out to to england for the for the patriotic alternative conference and he, he talked about yeah, you know different that, different countries i saw warren and tony yeah tony also and his, um, his, his, his speech
1: my friend the ayatollah Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I saw uh, a photograph of him and Tony and uh, mm-hmm. Warren together. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. I'm I'm delighted that they've uh, yeah gone out and uh, represented further okay. field. That's, yeah, that's it was great. great
0: stuff. But Tony's speech, I think, was something along the lines of different countries and same problems, and that is very interesting. Like our countries, you know, your country, my country, and their country uh historical uh, very you know we all speak the same language but uh, very different interesting circumstances you know we don't need to go through the whole history of all of, of, of all of this but like why are we all of the same people behind the degradation yes. in
1: our countries well right now, yes. right now
0: right <laughs> now the our countries are facing the same issues probably even more so with with England and Ireland you know historically at odds with one another but um here we now have the Irish public and the English public facing same issues, same issues. Yeah, you both have Indian prime ministers, and let's be honest, Richie Sunak's probably also gay. I mean, he certainly presents as such. Depending on maybe that, maybe that yeah. like wife that he has. You know, I saw this thing like them walking out of Number Ten uh, for some um, for their World War One uh, celebration day. And it's like this dude, this brown dude and his wife and some, like, sorry and they're handing out poppies. I'm like, what the hell is this crap? Like, this is an insult. Like, I'm sorry. It's insulting. And, and for <laughs> the sorry. Irish as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> it's just a sorry sight to see. <laughs> it's like, that's just Sorry. <laughs> I got too much I got too much amusement from that than they no, should have. That was actually pretty funny. It was just look, it was just sorry. Like I, I, I saw Richie Sunak out there with his wife and men. It was a sorry sight. Anyway. <laughs> but it's like so it's so funny even you know and, and Jamie, was, write that down. <laughs> sorry sight. Unfortunately Jamie's not Jamie's not here right now. She's um she's visiting her mother. But uh yeah. So man, I'm I'm gonna be eating goy slop all week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so it, it's funny that's just odd it's like both england and ireland have like brown prime ministers both have uh a big immigration problem and um you know and it's just it's 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 sad you know and uh as you said this guy this guy was presented to the public as as a right winger He's going to cut down Uh, on immigration? Yeah. He's the hardline,
1: no-nonsense guy who's going to, like, cut down on... No, at the time, his whole thing, he had this whole uh, advertising campaign of, like, it was him with signs up saying, like, um, something to do with... Oh, God. It was... Look, it's escaping me right now, but (laughs) it was to do with, like... Uh, you, you you're you're going to cheat us all by cheating the system. You're cheating us all, kind of thing. It oh, was right. directed, yeah, directed towards uh, dull people, <laughs> people who were like cheating the system. And it's like, oh yeah, if you're a dull guy, you're cheating everybody else. Yeah, kind of thing, but um, uh, you know, <laughs> it's the same government. Is giving passports, uh, on door housing, um, <laughs> untold amounts of money to people who just arrive here and say, "Oh, my my passport just um, like magically fucking disappeared." Right, right. <laughs> it's fucking retarded. It's so retarded to everybody else who's not one of these people. Right. Um, well, unless you're sympathetic to them. But it should be retarded
0: to you. Well, you know I, I mean, mean yeah, it's, it's, but it's fucking it, just absurd. We, we have things like this in America where um, the, 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 the threshold you need to pass in order to be admitted across the southern border is basically nothing. And, you know, you, you declare that you want to seek asylum and you're given uh, an appointment. Theoretically, with uh, an immigration judge. It's not a real judge. It's an immigration judge. It's the whole thing, legal process they have for that. And then, and that judge is going to review your case and decide whether you're eligible for asylum or not. And then, but while you wait, you're allowed to enter the country anyway. So you can imagine how many of these Beaners actually end up going to this appointment. They don't and they don't need to because once they're inside the country, it's a big country and also there's already a ton of them here, there's all kinds of networks and services and of course at that point what they are is what's called undocumented and discriminating against the undocumented is very illegal in many, many states, particularly in California and I'm sure in other states and uh, that's one of the main states they go into and then on top of that, uh, they uh, you know there's services that are there for them, and and businesses aren't supposed to check documentation, status, etc. And now, even in in some states, uh, in Illinois, uh, they could theoretically become police officers. Yeah, do you know <laughs> you don't the, uh, have to be even a it's legal funny. You citizen. You say that.
1: Yeah. You say that, but like the Garda Síochána, the 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 police force here mm-hmm. in Ireland, for anybody who's not familiar, uh, because most people here, a lot of people here are not going to be familiar, but the Garda Oconnor are putting out advertisements for uh, and pushing for non-white uh, uh, personnel, shall we say, to, to apply, to police us.
0: Right. And they're going to police you. And and yeah, of course, I'm, I don't know if they're especially it, me, right, right. And I don't know if they're if they're coupling that with some. Sanjay kind of, is
1: going to knock on my door and say, uh, yes. "Shane, you've been a naughty boy."
0: Right, and and that's just, I mean, from our perspective, from the perspective of, of nationalists, racial nationalists, um, and particularly in a country like Ireland, a country with a nationalist past going back just a hundred years to the revolution. Yep. Uh, it it seems incomprehensible that this would uh, be something that people would be okay with and I'm sure that many of them aren't but again the 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 law and the media and the the way that uh you know again it's just yeah you know, people imagine maybe here that that europe is is all that different but I think that many of the same pressures that Americans face are also happening in Europe although there's some advantages from our perspective, that you have, and that you have a smaller, absolutely, you have a smaller country. You have a the more
1: First Amendment.
0: Oh my God! I, well, I, as, as I so was fucking saying, jealous. Well, I swear to but God. here's what I'm jealous of you guys for. So we have the First Amendment, but this country is massive. It's it's huge and it's spread apart. So the state I live in, Pennsylvania, has about is about the size of. A European country, but it only has like 13 million people in it, and every urban nice state. By the way, I've been. Oh, it's there, a beautiful just, place. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I I was driving. I was out at to the Copsin, like 10 years ago. Beautiful place. Yeah. I was driving out to the Midwest for our regional meeting out in a place called Dubuque, Iowa. I'm sure you've never heard of it, but it's a city in Iowa. Iowa's a state. That was right? where
1: you were at uh, Dubuque breaking. Yes,
0: we were Dubuque breaking there. Yeah, Dubuque breaking. Yes, <laughs> it's just a little city out in the Midwest, and um, you I'm know, a we, pay Chad if yes.
1: you're not a pay,
0: well. Oh, if I should actually say that. Yes. Actually, if you're a pay Chad,
1: you're listening to this. So, um, if well, you're not, but you won't be get a fucking subscription.
0: I'm going to be doing the. Uh, I'm, this is the first hour, so we're still in the first hour. So yes, uh, when I put this out, uh, the first hour free of this of this show. Then yeah, because we're going to do another hour after this. So um, when uh, yeah, get a subscription so you can hear the, all the shows. You can hear everything. But um, yeah, but those guys that are listening to the stream right now, they're all pay chads too. But yeah, you know, I'm driving back, and uh, once I hit Pennsylvania, I was like, oh man. I got out of the sort of the flatlands of of Iowa and Ohio and, and uh Illinois and Indiana and Ohio and I got into Pennsylvania and I'm like ah mountains and trees and everything. But my point being that it's a big state, but it's only got about 13 million people in it. The big cities in it, Pittsburgh actually is relatively not so black compared to most big cities in America, but it's still pretty black. Philadelphia is gone. That's one of the oldest cities in the country, it's gone. Oh, Useless, man. pointless. I'm not going to be able to go in there
1: for a cheesesteak ever again.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to get some other kind of cheesesteak somewhere else. God damn! But, you know, so again, we have this – we have the First Amendment, which I know you guys are jealous of. But you guys have smaller, more cohesive countries. You have still, I believe, somewhat of a white urban working class. We don't have that. Like there is no white urban working class anywhere in America. Our cities have been completely taken over by blacks and rich people like it's it, seriously like the, there are no low there's very few very few low to middle income white communities in large cities in America anymore it, blacks and immigrants have completely taken over and and made all of it into slums with the exception of the center parts of town where very rich people live and that's it we yeah. have third world style cities Which is a few very, very rich people surrounded by sprawling slums filled with an underclass, a criminal underclass that is violent and extremely violent and very dangerous. And these places are no-go zones.
1: Walking Um, through Dublin, I have, uh, well, I mean, not only just felt but seen the same thing. Really? I mean, yeah, yeah. Look, there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, the whole thing of, oh, I feel this or I feel that. That's a very kind of left-wing thing. But I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. It's a fact. Um, and I, I think actually Keith was actually of, um, of, of our milieu. Mm-hmm. He posted um, something recently saying that uh, Dublin from 2006, I think it was at around, look, I'm just estimating here, so just bear with me, around 65 to 70% white Irish. Now, we're at about 43 45%. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, we're fucked.
0: Like, <laughs> we are so screwed. See, that's nothing our, uh, new. That's nothing new in America. That's nothing new in, in the United States that our urban centers and cities are just... Like, New York City is is 30% white, but then a significant percent of what they classify as white is just Jewish, probably, like, half. So, like, um, but when you... Of course. Yeah, like, 14%, 15% of New York City is Jewish, and they run the whole place. But then, uh, you know, you get out to other cities, you know, like Chicago is completely a second, the second city, if you will, the second largest city in America, which is very similar to New York in its architecture and, and how it looks. Uh it's just blacks. Except for I imagine like the, the the central part of town where, you know, the wealthy finance investors of Chicago is like a big shipping shipping city, so lots of Black shipping. wind <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good drop. So I'll I'll bust out the drops if we're gonna do that. But yeah, uh <laughs> But yeah, so it's just it's like yeah, but it's it, it's depressing to me. There's something like uh you know some place like Dublin that that's also the case. I mean that's 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 just that's just terrible. That's terrible. I knew London was gone, but I didn't know Dublin yeah. was gone too. Man. Look, all you need to do
1: is like w- walk down Henry Street. So this is this is a place which was mm-hmm. well uh, well still is kind of a a a, a central business district area. Mm-hmm. And um, there's still a lot of homeless people who are sleeping in the, the doorways of these places that mm. shut after six o'clock. It's, it's fucked up.
0: And so um, how – what would you say in terms of the the black population uh, or or black or migrant, whatever it might be, like whatever type of brown people – When was the so? What year was it that 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 you said it was like? How how recently was it? Still sixty five to seventy five percent white. Well, two thousand and six was the
1: the first statistic that I gave to you there. So, yeah, I mean it's not that long ago. It's less than twenty years ago, right? And I spent, I'd say, I spent about six years in Dublin City in my, uh, I suppose my adult life and that was I'd say the guts of about uh, 10 or so years ago and I I noticed that because the uh, apartment block that I was living in, I remember having to make uh, a complaint to the Gardaí about uh, an African family, I I presume a family that were living uh, above me that were abusing their kid jesus i could hear them beating the shit out of their kid i had to make a fucking complaint yeah right. so <laughs> look no i don't mean to be laughing it's it's more nervous laughter it's just excuse me but um
0: well i mean you don't want to yeah, have yeah. to hear that you know and and no. sure you can feel sorry for the kid that kid's gonna grow up to also beat other kids but it's oh no, like- of course. It's but it's, you just don't want it. That you don't want that around you. That's not you don't need that in your building. No, of course right. it, it, it was. Um, it was pretty fucked up because
1: I, I heard it a few nights in a few nights in a the row. There was like a lot of thumping and kind of. Uh, oh God, this is awful. But like thumping and cries of pain. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I. I, I couldn't nail it down but for like a night or two there was like two nights of that before i realized what was going on um it mm. was it, actually no, 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 the second night i it was it was then this is a long time ago so bear with me so it was the second night that i r- realized that there was something fucking obviously very sinister going on upstairs yes So yeah, yeah. I called the guardie and said like this was going on, and um, yeah, to be fair, they seem to have uh, sorted the issue. But I mean, to to what end? Right. I mean, why are these people even fucking here?
0: Yeah, and what ultimately? Yeah, you wonder like what happened ultimately. They broke it up, or they got it out of your hair. But who knows ultimately what happened? And I doubt that the, that the, that the they were deported or kicked out, or and, and maybe they get you know that kid that that kid that was being abused. He's now a recipient of all kinds of services, and once he reaches adulthood, he's just going to do the same shit, and uh, and he's going to be beating another kid, and you know, or more than that, or who yeah, knows what? Likely. But, you know. Yeah. High, no, that's the that's almost, the unfortunate almost, truth of it.
1: I mean, yeah. it was fucked up. I mean, listening to that and going like, oh, what's going on? Like, I, like I, I heard it going on. I wasn't sure what was happening. And then it was the second night I heard like a kind of a, like thumping and the sound of crying then. And I was like, shit, I need to call the fucking cops. Right. So... Yeah, like I guess that was my uh, real uh, – that was one of my real introductions to the reality of diversity in my city at the time. Right,
0: right, right. At the time, so, were you were you so-called red-pilled or, or like where were you with, with the politics d- thing?
1: I'll tell you where I was at, right? So I wasn't political, mm-hmm. but um, I was – I was a frequent user and a browser of Four Chan at the time. I was so like, you're edgy aware. Yeah, I was an edge lord. A sort of right, an right, edgy right. libertarian, maybe. Right. I right. suppose we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't really uh, consider the wider, uh, the wider. Uh, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> context. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, the wider effect of racial uh, or demographic change, shall we right. say. Right, okay, yeah. Um, I, I never thought, thought of that. Um, it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, yeah, Jewish people whine a lot and blacks are a little bit silly, you know, that kind of yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> Th- that was kind of where I was at. It was just like, yeah, yeah, just kind of, yeah, you can make jokes. Uh, I would make jokes about them, but. Uh, I didn't really think of it on a societal or existential level. Is where I'm I'm coming from.
0: That's sort of the purpose of libertarianism, is so you don't think like that. But yeah, which is <laughs> I was in the I was at the same place at one point too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but look, look, I was a, a career musician. I was just out there gigging, um, wanting to play music. I didn't really care about any of this kind of shit. But then I started seeing, like, okay there's a lot of crime and shit happening where I am mm. and I had to get out of there. So I, I moved out to the country. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, look, that's about it. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 the libertarian to uh, fascist or NS pipeline is very real.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Sure. Because as I've always said, the, the libertarianism was a way to contain discontented white, White guys uh, to contain them in a uh, like a, a, a containment zone for lack of a better term, uh, where they will just be thinking about abstractions, thinking about abstract ideas, the markets, statism, uh, systems and things that will never and political things that will never come to be like a stateless society or an absolute free market and this kind of crap and, and or just like and a lot of it's just like a proxy because everyone just wants to smoke weed. And if they can get you smoking weed, and then they're like the Jews are like, yeah, smoking great. Smoking weed, yeah. Once we get once we get once we get once we get you honking the beep beep, then then like that's all you're gonna do, you know. People are just gonna people are just gonna slunk that beep grass their whole life, and, and like, no, they will, they will. Yeah, you know, I was driving with Jamie to the airport today, oh. and uh, to drop her off to go see her mom, and she was talking about how like. She used to she used to slunk a bit of the Wed herself, and she's like, and, and she's like, but I'm proud of myself that I never actually watched that show, Weeds, which is just one of like the worst things ever created. I don't know if they ever had that, if they ever put that show on Ireland. I remember awful that. Crap. That was the awful,
1: uh, little, boxes, little boxes, little boxes. <laughs> I never watched
0: it. I, I couldn't. Oh God, I, it was I, it was it was an insufferable show already by the time terrible by the time that show was on because i'm an old man now and by the time that show was on i was already like i'm done with slunking the, the beep beep grass i don't <laughs> i don't want to touch that crap but uh, i hate weed so much man but yeah anyway we're gonna take a little break here we're at the hour mark i'm going to go ahead and stop the recording but I'll continue the stream, and then we'll continue the show, but I'm going to go grab a glass of water real quick and be back in two minutes. So those of you that are not signed up uh, on the paywall, go ahead and get a subscription uh, at, uh, sla- at therightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can hear the rest of this hour. You can hear hour two of the Daily Show. This show will be every Tuesday, Daily Show, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you know the drill. You know the schedule. So, uh, yeah, but I'm going to stop the recording right now. Don't be now. a free fog. Yes.